Hello, 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 and welcome back to Martina Flor's Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and today I'm recording these episodes, this series of episodes that are coming up next from my living room. If you are watching this on YouTube, you can see that I'm, I'm recording this from home, from my living room, because we are traveling to Argentina to visit my family with my husband and my two kids. Uh, so you might hear them in the back at some point, uh, running around because we are getting ready to, um, to travel tomorrow. So I, I sat down to record these upcoming episodes because we are you know, we are in the third, the fourth quarter of the year. We are at the end of the year. And today I want to dive into a topic that's not just relevant for lettering artists and creatives, but for all of us as we approach the end of the year. And that is our goals. And at what spawn, at what stand do we, do we stand with our goals or how far have we gotten with our goals? Right. And today I want to. I want to talk or reflect a little bit about why our goals matter and what is the one question that you need to answer in order to achieve your goals, which really helped me in my own journey of staying accountable for my own goals. And, and I'm going to share with you uh, this powerful question with you in this episode. So as the year, the end of the year approaches, many of us can help but feeling a little bit of anxiety. And is this time where we reflect on the goals we set at the beginning of the year and we wonder where the time went, right? And if this sounds familiar to you, I want to tell you that you're not alone. This feeling is very common. I see that happening in my own life, but also in the life of those that I work with, um, lettering artists and illustrators that I coach or that are part of my community of lettering artists. So life has a way of getting in the way of our plans, right? And many of the things that we hoped to achieve this year are still waiting on our bucket list. So this is totally common and this creates some anxiety towards the end of the year. So why, let's explore a little bit why you may not have achieved some of your goals, right? Because oftentimes we, we think that we don't have what it takes or that we are too lazy and we, you know, our, mind radio starts to function in a way that is not uh, um, helpful to actually push us forward and helping us get uh, get those um, to-dos out of our bucket list or to actually achieve our goals. So let's explore a few pointers. First, you may have said overwhelming goals. Sometimes we load up our plates with in an unrealistic number of ambitions, right? And I see that happening to me within my community of lettering artists. And you want to go, or you start the year saying, I want to improve my lettering skills or my creative skills, or I want to start my freelance business. And um, the list can be really exhaustive, right? On, on, while this, these goals may be totally doable and possible for you, um, you realize that there's a lot of things that involve or are, are involved in, uh, improving your skills or mastering a skill or starting a freelance business, right? And the list can become a little bit overwhelming. Now, the missing link oftentimes is a solid plan to achieve them, 
right? And today, at the end of the episode, I always want to leave you with uh, some actionable steps that you can take to do that. And I'm going to give you also a tool that you can use to to create solid plans to achieve your goals, right? Now, another reason why you may have not achieved your goals is the lack of prioritization. Prioritization. It's a, a, a hard word for me. It's, it's, it's the lack of priorities, right? Um, and when everything is a priority, nothing is a priority. And goal achievement really depends on understanding where you know, what is, what is important and where you're going to focus your energy. And I have to tell you that I'm not, um, I'm not safe from this, right? I know this, that there are moments in the year where I'm doing too many things at the same time, and that has an impact on my results. Um, and I noticed that the more things I do at the same time, the more, um, the more projects I'm starting at the same time, the less my performance, um, the less I perform or the, the, the less results I get, right? So prioritizing is really key to, uh, to get, uh, proper results or strong results, right? And feeling, and also to create that feeling of like, Hey, I have, I have accomplished this because I reached my goal. Um, I wanted to do this by this time. And, um, and you can, you can have any kind of goal. You can have goals that have to do with earning a, a certain amount of, of, of money or starting a new income stream for your business or, um, adding a certain amount of, of number of, uh, pieces to your, uh, to your portfolio because you're building your portfolio, right? Um, now when you don't prioritize, then you see that immediately in your results, you get to do less than you hoped you would do. Um, yes. And that has to do a lot oftentimes with, uh, with that like lack of priorities and, uh, and having, yourself spread thin between a lot of different, um, different goals. Right. And finally, getting distracted by non-important matters. Right. And this is, this is something that happens to all of us because we are so exposed to stimuli and to, um, to distraction. There's so many things that are shouting for our attention. And I have to see, I have to say that the, you know, getting distracted is very, or is directly related to, um, to not having clear priorities, right? Because when you don't have clear priorities and everything is important, then it's easy to be distracted by, by all the distractions that we have around, right? And the result is the same. We lose sight of our real goals and the work we want to do and, um, and for whom we want to do it and the kind of impact we want to make, right? And, and here's the thing, which is the core of what I want to share with you today. It all boils down to the type of person you want to become. And I initially heard this concept from James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. So in his book, he introduces a powerful question that helps me personally, or since I read that book and I, um, I heard about this question, um, it helps me maintain focus and dedicate time to what really matters, which is the question of what what kind of person do you want to be? It is a very simple but strong question. It just, um, you know, it just stops you in the tracks, right? Do you 
So at the moment I, 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 I listened to this question or I read this question for the first time, I was at the moment where I wanted to, um, I had this idea for a book that I wanted to write and, um, and I'm going to tell you about the, my, my book writing saga in one of the upcoming episodes. So wait for it. But I heard or I read this question or I read this book in the moment where I wanted to, um, to, uh, to write this book. Right. Um, and that question was so immensely powerful because when I answered that question, when I said, when I answered the question of like, what kind of person do I want to be? Right. Do you want to be the kind of person who, uh, who draws every day? Do you want to be the kind of person who creates beautiful work? Do you want to be the kind of person who is creative every day? And at that, at that point in my life, I answered that question by saying, I want to be the kind of person who writes every day. Right. And what comes after is pretty easy. It's about just writing every day. And what is great about that question is that it doesn't really set up what, what the standard is. You know, um, if, if you write, there were, there were moments where I wrote, um, where I wrote, I could, I was able to write for an hour or two hours in a day. There were days where I was able to write just for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, but just by doing that thing as much time as I could every day, I was becoming the kind of person that I wanted to become. And that was really powerful in terms of like pushing me forward and, and kind of, uh, seeing progress in terms of that one goal that I had, which is, Hey, I want to be the person who writes every day. And sometimes I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna make it and I'm gonna, um, uh, write two hours or three hours in a day. There's days where I won't be able to write more than 15 minutes, but Hey, I'm still that person who writes every day. Right. And that, you know, that compounding interest on, on the little actions that I was taking every day, um, ended up, um, allowing me to actually write that book, which I'm going to publish next, uh, year in the beginning of the year. And I'm going to tell you about it, uh, later on in another episode, but I want, I wanted to mention how powerful this question is. And after you address this question, after you answer your, your question or the question for you, you can take aligned actions, right? Such as engaging in activities that bring you closer to your goals. At that time, I remember that I took a sabbatical with my kids. I took them to Barcelona and I, I decided to just relocate cities to, uh, to just change the environment, um, which came with a lot of complexity. And I'm going to tell you about it also in the upcoming episode. Um, but yes, it's, it's about, you know, addressing that question and then taking aligned actions. So let's move on to what could be actionable steps for you, right? Let's transition into what you can do right now to, you know, to achieve your goals and to really um, get or gain that traction uh, to achieve your goals before the end of the year. Because I always think that, you know, the end of the year is powerful in that sense that it represents a very strong deadline. And if, if, if you want to reinvigorate a certain project, set a deadline, right? And I always say like set that deadline pretty tight because the more, the more, the farther away the deadline is, the, the more you will procrastinate, the more you will just wait until the last second. So let's review some actionable steps that you can take, take next to, um, to reevaluate your goals and, and, and really focus and achieve, uh, the most important ones. So number two, 
Start with the goal review. Take a moment to review your goals for the year. Which ones have you achieved? And which ones are still waiting? And, um, and it's not about self judgment and saying like, Oh, I haven't done it. I haven't made it to, uh, to reach my goal. It's about understanding where you stand because it will also give you a list of what, what the goals, um, are, right? And whether you, you set up to, uh, to do too many goals or you, your, your list of goals is, um, is attainable and is approachable, right? Now, the step number two is prioritize, right? Revisit your list and prior, prioritize your goals. Focus on the ones that truly resonate with the kind of person you want to become. As I, as I mentioned before, go back to that question of, you know, which kind of person do you want to become, right? Because probably all of those goals that you set, set up for yourself have to do with a, in, an umbrella goal, let's call it, or a more, um, um, yeah, a more visionary goal that has to do with what is the kind of person that you want to become. You may have in your bucket list, you may have three or five goals, right, for this year. But at the end of the day, all of them build up on, on some vision for yourself, on some vision that you have for you, for your, for your life, for your creative business, right? So revisit your list and, and ask that question again. What, you know, what kind of person do you want to become? And then, um, prioritize those goals. Which, which one of those three, five, ten goals uh, that you had for these years really bring you closer to, to, um, that person that you want to become, right? What are the, from all of these goals that you have written on your, on your first step, the, uh, where, where you were doing your goal review? Um, what, what are those goals from all of these goals? What are the ones that really make a difference? You know, look for that 20% that will give you 80% of the results. I've spoken about this concept earlier in, in, in this podcast, um, about this, this Pareto principle, which, uh, says that 20% of the causes, uh, bring 80% of the results. So from all the list of your goals, what is the 20% of those goals that will bring you closer to becoming the person that you want to become, right? And then the step number three will be, think of an action plan, right? For each one of your goals, of the, the ones that really matter, right? After you prioritized and you, you identify those goals that really make the difference, that 20% that really makes a difference. Create an action plan right? Break it down into manageable steps that you can take regularly, right? So, um, for instance, when, when I was, uh, writing the book, uh, what I did is that I, I set myself first, I, I opened a calendar and, um, and I set myself the goal, of course, of writing every day because I was, I wanted to become the person who wrote every day. And I looked into my calendar and I looked for the places in which I could allocate time to, um, to write, right? That was the, the step number one, like, let's say like to, to break it down into actionable steps or manageable, manageable, manageable steps have to do with understanding, okay, what are the small steps that I can take here? And for me, the, the smallest step was to open a Google doc and start writing, right? So for this, I, I just needed to allocate time to write, right? Um, and, and when you, um, when you break it down into these 
very simple steps that you can take, then it all becomes easier. Of course, that as I started the the first step uh, in my in in my book writing um, odyssey was to write a draft, just to put down all the all the thoughts that I had in my mind. I had this idea um, of, of writing a book that had a little bit of a story and, uh, and that it came also with, with a, a, um, a guide next to it, uh, or a guide that complements it. So I just put down a first draft of the book, um, by writing, by sitting down to write every day. And when it comes to project management or project planning, I also want to recommend you a tool and I have no affiliation to this tool at all, which is called Asana. It's a tool that we use in, um, in my business. Um, and it's a great tool, not only to work with, with a team, but also to, for yourself, um, and to kind of administrate your own work. And what is great about the tool is that it has a built-in process of breaking down a project in steps or in parts right? Which is already conceptually very helpful when you have a big goal and you need to, um, to determine what are this, the big blocks of, of work that you need to do, right? So I totally recommend Asana if you want to, uh, go on to a more advanced tool and really break up, break down a project. For instance, if you say like, I want to start my freelance business and you will need to break down the project into m- junks that are more approachable. And for this, um, Asana is a great tool. It's a free tool that you can use. Of course, there's uh, paid tiers, but you can start with the free, free with the free tier and it will be super um, helpful. It is super helpful in my business and in organizing any kind of project. So let's review again, what are the steps that I'm uh, proposing you to, um, to achieve your goals before the end of the year? Step number one, Review your goals, right? Take a moment to review what your goals are for the year um, and which which are the ones that you have achieved, which are the ones that are still waiting, right? Now, step number two, prioritize, right? Go back to that question of what kind of person do, you, do I want to become? And then you can decide which, what 20% of those goals, of, of that list of goals, bring you closer to... Um, to that goal of the kind of person you want to become. And step number three, define an action plan, right? And this could be something as simple as saying like, hey, I'm gonna allocate that amount of time to write or to draw or to do this every day and and use a calendar for that. Or it could be something a bit more advanced like taking a tool like Asana or a productivity tool and break down the project into um, actionable chunks, right? And by the way, I wanted to also mention before we wrap up the episode that my team and I this year prepared something really special uh, for our people. And I think it may help you with some of the goal setting or some of the goals that you may have um, set for this year. Um, and and we are going to host a Black Friday sale. We are calling it the Extra Black party and it's not really your typical sale we are going to start on, on November 13th and we are 
going to offer um, exclusive bundles and training sessions that you won't find elsewhere in my academy. And here's the cherry on the top. We are going to offer up to 30% off uh, your registration for any of these bundles. Um, it's going to include bundles that have to do with uh, training your lettering skills, but also um, with training some aspects of your creative business. If you are a freelancer or you're thinking of starting uh, charging for your work, um, you will want to uh, to sign up for our um, early access list. Um, and you can find the link to sign up for the early access list on my show notes, um, or you can go to martinaflor.com slash extra black. So you make sure that you don't miss out on any of the deals and opportunities that we are uh, sending your way at the end of this year. So as a wrap up, remember that your goals really matter because they are a reflection of who you want to become right? It all goes back to that powerful question that I mentioned in the beginning. And um, achieving those goals is really a reflection of that person you want to become. So again, revisit your goals, prioritize your goals, and make a plan, take action. And don't forget to join, to join us on the Extra Black Party this Black Friday. I'm leaving you the link on the show notes again. Uh, the link is martinaflor.com slash extra black. Thank you so much for being part of today's episode and see you on the next episode of Martina Flor Open Studio. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye.